12 to 1 on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Now, we've featured this next F&B establishment on the show before, talking to the chef, Mr. Jake. And now, we've got the founder and owner of Level 33, Dr. Martin Bem. Level 33 is the world's highest urban microbrewery. Welcome to the show, Dr. Martin. How are you? Thanks, Adrian. I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, really good, Dr. Martin. Finally able to do this interview. And every time I go to Level 33, I have an incredible time. Always, you know, it's awesome. Let's talk about how this project came about. In 2010, you conceptualized and founded Level 33. I did mention in my intro, it's the world's highest urban microbrewery. Talk me through the process of putting the project together and seeing it come to life. It was quite an, an interesting journey, obviously, for us. First of all, I'm happy to hear that you have always a good time at our place. Um, I started my, my F&B career actually by founding the German restaurant chain Broadside. That was my stepping stone into the F&B industry. And I always, I mean, obviously, I love my good beers. And I was uh, always looking for a unique site for a very special microbrewery concept because I love my fresh craft beers. But I also like, like good wines and, and, and good food. So I was on the hunt for a, a unique location to fit my ideas. And when I came across uh, the MBFC penthouse unit with a real estate broker, they mentioned, so the landlord mentioned to me that they are looking for a very special, unique concept for that location. And I thought I have something in mind for you. So I presented this unique microbrewery concept and luckily they they liked it as well let's talk about your title as well dr martin you hold a phd in economics and a master's in trade science and marketing as well uh, very interesting that you sort of you know saw this project come to life not only because you like the beer but it, it's incredible how 12 years from when it first opened up that you know, still going strong. I know there were challenges during the pandemic and we'll get to that in just a little bit. But talk me through some of the challenges, you know, going through the whole process. What was the sort of biggest obstacle that you had to overcome pre-pandemic, of course? I mean, the biggest obstacle was obviously to get the brewery up there. Yeah. I mean, I had the idea, um, even when we signed the lease agreement, to be honest, I wasn't sure how we brought, how we could bring the brewery up there. I just knew that we couldn't use the service lifts because the equipment was too big in size for the service lifts. So the service lifts were out of the question, but I was convinced that where there's a will, there's a way. And luckily enough, we found a way to bring the equipment up. So we had to build a special crane with the bars now and lift the heaviest and biggest equipment up from the sidewalk. But that was for sure the engineering and planning challenge at the very beginning. And it was also at the beginning a little bit strange because there was no uh, Marina Bay Sands. There was no, the MBFC was still an empty and vacant office space. We were the first tenant there. So I had enough people who said that I'm completely crazy to make such a big project in a space that wasn't known before. But luckily I was right and it, 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 it's flourishing since then. Yeah, I'm just picturing all of this. I mean, to have Level 33 without that iconic view of the Marina Bay Sands and everything else it sounds so different, you know? Like, I, I can't even imagine it. So, since Marina Bay Sands and everything else came about, as the owner, how did it feel 
to have that? Did it? Of course, it added a lot more value to your uh, project and level thirty three as well. But how did you manage that sort of surge in demand for people coming up to your establishment and wanting to dine in and maybe take some photos and enjoy your craft beer? As an entrepreneur, you seldom sit back and reflect on your achievements. I think because you are always caught up in the operational day to day business and especially in FMB, you have constant challenges and it's 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 a never stopping business but at the end of the day i think it's just a really pleasure when we see the place or the, the terrace uh full with people enjoying themselves enjoying the beers enjoying the view and we have uh, a concept that suits everybody from uh, ceos having uh, private lunches in the private dining room to tourists just wanting to have a, a view on the cbd and marina bay sands from 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 our terrace so that's that's really fulfilling for us and for, and for me personally as well. What an incredible project. Level 33. Never had a bad time. It's always incredible. Not only the views, the food's awesome, the drinks are... It's what makes Level Thank 33 you. what it is. We're in conversation with Dr. Martin Bem. He's founder and owner of Level 33, the world's highest urban microbrewery you have Fantastic views of the Marina Bay Sands while you dine there. Dr. Martin, I came across an article, I think during the COVID-19 pandemic, talking about how for the first time since that you'd set up Level 33, I think this was not the New Year's gone, but the one before that, it was the first time where you didn't sell out, right? Yeah, that's correct. This was the first time because we, we already now we, we get requests for New Year's Eve. So as uh, the entrepreneur you are, Dr. Martin, how did that make you feel? I mean, what was going through your mind? I know the pandemic was an incredibly difficult time for the F&B industry, not only in Singapore, but all around the world. But here we were incredibly restricted. We were going from, you know, no packs to five packs to two packs to five packs, like a postcode, right, at the end of the day. But what did you do to sort of manage that situation and make sure that you were still profitable? I mean, the the last two years were basically one curveball after the other Mm. and with with, with nearly impossible situation to plan with. Because as you mentioned correctly, Adrian, the framework changed all the time. So with music, no music, five people, two people, no people at all. So it was, it's, it's unplanable. And obviously the last two years were far from being profitable. Although giving the, the government help and also the support from the landlord, it was still by far not enough to be profitable for the last two years. But our goal was not only to, to weather the storm, but we also are proud that we didn't let go of any of our staff. So that was one of the goals. So we had obviously to tighten the belt considerably at all corners. But we managed to keep all stuff because also you need the stuff, right? You have a lockdown where you cannot serve anybody. And then within five, six days notice, you can open up again, maybe to five or eight packs. And you need all the staff on board to be able to serve uh, the guests coming in, right? So it was it was really challenging time. And I mean, we, we there was no light at the end of the tunnel for most of the time because we didn't know how the pandemic was evolving and how the government reaction measures are evolving as well. So you had two variables that you cannot predict. Yeah, it was an incredibly dark time, you know. But hopefully yeah. we never have to see those days again. But it was always about survival during the pandemic. I mean, 
we lost a lot of very good F&B outlets here in Singapore, but a lot of them managed to somehow stay afloat and, like you mentioned, keep the majority of their staff, even though some had to go or had to be part-time, but you were one of them who managed to keep hold of all your staff. Now, how did they sort of react when, I mean, at the end of the day, when you have a job in the F&B industry with the pandemic, it was quite volatile because a lot of people losing jobs, they'd have to possibly go home because Singapore is not where they're from for quite a few of them, right? So to have that reassurance from you, how did they react to that? And how grateful were they that you managed to keep hold of them? I mean, we are in a, in a position that uh, I think we do something right because we have a lot of staff that is with us for eight, nine, ten years already. And, and, and now they are even more grateful to have kept their jobs, right? Especially, as you rightly mentioned, the, the foreigners that are with us. At the first year of the pandemic, I mean, they, they probably couldn't even go home because there were no flights to their provinces in, in, in the Philippines or wherever they come from. And they needed, obviously, a, a kind of income more than ever before. So it was, for them, extremely tough, especially not seeing children for two, three years. So I just imagine some of our staff, they have maybe two, three-year-old children at home, and they see them next time when they're five or six. So they, mix, they miss half of the children's life. So that, that's what was a goal for us. And I think now we see also that they are super grateful for, because they, they notice that not everybody treated the staff in the same way. Very well said, Dr. Martin. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. I know that this might catch you off guard, but if you had to pick your favorite beer on the menu, I mean, we've talked about the challenges posed oh. by the pandemic <laughs> and how Level 33 came to be what it is today, but if you had to pick one beer from the menu, any beer, which one is your go-to? So normally my go-to is either the, the, the lager or the, or the IPA. Okay. But one of my favorite seasonal beers that we normally have once a year is the Bohemian Pilsner. Nice. That we brew as well, yeah. My top three if you put me on the spot like that. Yeah, of course. And uh, I love doing that. So, Dr. Martin, before I get to my final point, there is a very interesting story that you were sharing with me off air. And this is significant and it carries a lot of importance, particularly here in Singapore. You have a highlight that you would like to share with our listeners. Now, tell us more about this. Yeah, one of our... My most memorable experiences in, in Level 33 was most definitely the honor that we had to host Lee Kuan Yew and the occasion of his 80th birthday, I think it was, in our PDR. And that was obviously, I mean, we had several international VIPs and politicians, but this was obviously absolutely our highlight ever. Yeah. And then seeing him also not only enjoying the beers, but also taking in the view of Marina Bay, which is basically his brainchild, was something different something very special yeah what a special story thank you so much for sharing that and that of course takes me to my next point very quickly besides the view and the beer right what makes level 33 an iconic f&b destination in singapore I mean, I mean, the view and the location is one thing mm. and that we have a microbrewery up there is a curiosity and something unique anyway, because not, nobody in the world was crazy enough to do the same thing. 
But what I think speaks to a lot of people that we offer for so many occasions and different occasions something. So we have this multi-zone concept. So if you want to come up with your friend just for an afternoon drink or pre-dinner drink, happy hour at the bar or, or on the terrace, you can do that. You can have a nice, nearly fine dining kind of experience in the dining areas. We have the PDR for more formal occasions where we are also lucky enough to have a few very, very notable VIPs that we could host. So, and, and also for events. So we have a lot of people who come for cocktail parties, corporate events, or solemnizations, because obviously taking your picture uh, on the most important day in your life from our terrace is also something that speaks for itself. So I think this is what makes it iconic. It makes us survive and flourish for 12 years, uh, that we offer so many different services and for every occasion. It is an iconic F&B destination here in Singapore. We've been in conversation with Dr. Martin Ben, founder and owner of Level 33, the world's highest urban microbrewery with picturesque views of the Marina Bay. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great rest of the day. And one day I will be there and uh, maybe catch you for a beer. Okay. Would be my pleasure. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.